When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I, I need some dirt, 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 dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Up to the minute entertainment and pop culture news heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Yeah, that's really great. Could you please tell us what's going on? Fans of Dwayne Allman from uh, the Allman Brothers Band, his yeah. guitar that he played on the song Layla with Eric Clapton, it just sold for $1.25 <gasps> million. Whoa! Yes. That's a lot of money. It used to be in the Allman Brothers Band Museum at uh, in Macon, Georgia, but uh, now they have sold that. That is a lot of money. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what people are going to go see at the Allman Brothers Band Museum now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just some gold like records. just selling it. Okay. Um, yes, word has been circulating that Nicki Minaj married her longtime friend and recent boyfriend, Kenneth Petty. Uh, she has not directly responded to the rumors, but she's changed her Twitter name to read Mrs. Petty. Oh, okay. That's... That could mean a couple things. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah, been that's true. Mrs. Petty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. All right, somebody else that is actually getting married for real. Kristen Wiig is engaged to her oh. longtime boyfriend, Avi Rothmanair. Um, people said they got engaged earlier this year, and uh, they've been together for more than three years. They've kept their relationship pretty much on the down low. They've been spotted yeah. together since 2016, uh, but recently there was PDA in Hawaii. Ooh. Ooh, aloha. And a source exclusively revealed oh, that God. the couple has been secretly dating for a few months. They're really happy together. Um, so, secretly dating. They've been together for three years. Yeah, I don't know how I was going to say, oh, wait, They didn't what? get paid a lot for that story because yeah. it's not very good. <laughs> Let's be sources, guys, for some stories. <laughs> oh, yeah. They've All been right. dating and they love it. That's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. I just needed some dirt. Thank you. My talk dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 107.1. It is Monday morning, August 19th, just three minutes after the seven o'clock hour. Good morning. Hopefully you are well on your way to a beautiful, beautiful Monday. You're listening to Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Alexis Thompson, Don McLean, and ladies. I know you've got man problems oh. in your lives. What? Well, because you have men in your life. Oh, so yeah, that yeah. Means you have so, to have, so we problems have problems at some point, right? Oh, right. Which yeah. means you need a relationship expert, maybe a sex therapist. Oh, yeah. How'd you know? <laughs> oh my god. Are you guys ready am... to talk about your sex problems? Let's do it. Are you going to play well, one right now? This or? is going to be a short segment. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> TMI or not. No, I wanted to share with you one of the people we love to poke 
fun at on the Colleen and Bradley show, which is where you'll normally hear me from noon to three, Monday through Friday on my talk 1071 is Gwyneth Paltrow. Why? Because she is just infinitely eye roll worthy. She's goopy. She's goopy. In fact, we have a whole segment called Gooper Scoopers. And if we were on um, (laughs) the Colleen and Bradley show, we would roll that intro. Gooper Scoopers. And I would give you some information about Gwyneth Paltrow that would make your head explode. Oh, we're ready. Would you like a little bit of that today? Sex therapist. It involves sex therapy. Actually, it is her sex therapist, Alexis. Yes, yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah. Let's, what, what's what's uh, this person saying? <laughs> so her name, by the way, is Michaela Bain. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Anyway, she's been talking a lot lately. Gwyneth uttered her name, and so sort of, like, I think probably in an attempt to just get this woman as much PR and publicity as possible, like when you're known as Gwyneth Paltrow's sex guru or relationship guru, everybody's like, tell us more. Yep. Well, so I read this big long piece on her, and frankly, <laughs> do you ever get the impression when people claim to be experts about things <laughs> that maybe like, they're like not? We could have wrote it like like sources for stories. It could have been us, kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. Oh no! Exactly. It's, so it's kind of elementary, or well, is it? You just have to kind of add Captain like some obvious? flowy garments, <laughs> maybe some chunky jewelry. Oh right! A candle, some Eastern um, influence oh, okay. symbolism, mm-hmm. like some incense, mandala sticks, beads, mandala or, beads. Yes, little Buddha. Yeah, like that's basically who she is, and um, I hope she's listening because she'll have opinions and she can call in and, and oh. share with us. Oh, good. If, that would be we're being fair or not. For sure. But what do you know about Gwyneth Paltrow and her relationship? Uh, conscious uncoupling. Yes, right? And that's and then, when Oh, she, they live in different houses, but then they're now going to finally move in together with her new husband. Bingo. That is actually Michaela Bame. So, conscious oh. uncoupling, otherwise known as divorce. <laughs> right. That was not a Michaela thing. The okay. Michaela thing is actually... The living in two separate houses. Oh, that's oh. So Gwyneth didn't come with up with that herself. No, in fact, she calls uh, her whole shtick. From what I can tell, is basically it's called the polarity principle. <laughs> Have you heard of this before? No. no. So the polarity principle mm-hmm. is as follows: creating erotic tension by deliberately separating yourself from your partner. Instead of the unsexy reality of living in each other's pockets until you almost become the same person. Wow, that is kind of, that is a dismal way of putting that. Oh my God. So basically her thing is like, <laughs> just stay away from each other. And then you'll like them more. And then you'll like them more. Because you're not exposed Which, all the time. Like, couldn't you meet in the middle like, yard or end something? Up being with the right person. Don't we always, didn't we always know that though? Like absence makes the heart grow well, fonder. fonder. That's like a thing. Yeah, I think like our grandparents, grandparents, grandparents said that. So, she, but she, you know, again, in true guru fashion, makes it her own. Yeah. And she also... um she also then applies that to Gwyneth Paltrow in a way that's so just frankly annoying. So <laughs> she says of Gwyneth Paltrow, and again, this is Gwyneth Paltrow's relationship expert. Um, she's like that people could stay friends after they break up. That was never heard of until Gwyneth. What? So she is basically saying that Gwyneth created. Oh, she's the guru conscious of that. uncoupling slash. Um, being friends and co-parenting after 
you break up in a relationship. So she thinks Gwyneth has that ability. She then also applies that to herself by creating this polarity principle, which frankly, as far as I can tell, is just like absence makes the heart grow fonder. Right, but how realistic is it for couples who you're already having a hard time paying your own rent, let alone living apart and trying to figure that out, even though you're married? That That's part of... Marriage. Marriage. Yeah. yeah. In fact, the whole point of being in a relationship is that you're with another person. <laughs> right. So if the secret to being with another person is to not, not be with another person, <laughs> that's, the point. that's called being single. <laughs> right. And so, think about their own houses. They're probably palatial. So they could actually be in the same house, but not even really see each other. Well, and she t- it's see, possible. This is why There's I think this is houses. just all hogwash. Because, yes, it's certain that, like, Jamie, for example, this week is gone um, on a work uh, for a work conference. You miss him incredibly, so, right? I will miss him. He will come home and we will, you know, hold each other in a long embrace Aww. for about five minutes. And then we'll start yelling at each other about like, did you forget to do the thing with the thing? Yeah, of course, that is true. Right. Yeah. A little bit of a little bit of, you know, absence goes a long way. I was just away for the weekend. And so we're really going to enjoy each other's company. Totally get that. But to the point at which you're actually living in separate places or separate rooms now, whatever works for you, fine. But yeah. for most people, I don't think there's any secret or science about you know, a a successful relationship other than it's going to be work. And there's no secret like to a successful relationship, like polar principle or whatever that whatever they're calling it, little name on it. Yeah. Yeah. There there might be times where you sleep in separate beds. Maybe they're snoring, sleep apnea, (laughs) um, restless leg syndrome. You know, there's a whole bunch of things (laughs) that might make you go, whoa, I need to sleep in another room right now. (laughs) Maybe children or something. Yeah. Gas. But also just. Oh, yeah. You know that. (laughs) Those Dutch ovens are, whoa. (laughs) We are going deep. (laughs) Gas. Uh, Just throwing out other things that could be a problem. I don't know. It's true. But. But isn't that the success? Isn't that the or uh, the secret to success is like learning how to live with somebody who has, you know, chronic gas? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like loving through the gas. Yeah. This oh. this to me. <laughs> loving through the gas. <laughs> you think that's romantic. I just think it's funny the way. I know. Loving oh, through the like restless you're really legs. Romanticizing the, t- that. the two times a month where I start <laughs> kicking Jamie in the middle of my sleep. Yeah. I do that every once in a while. Exactly. But, you know, Michaela being back to Gwyneth yes, Paltrow's her sex, sex uh, therapist. Expert, yep. She says, oh, so her and her husband, just so you think this is not something she practices. Okay. Now, tell me what you think about this relationship. And it's okay to judge. The couple live in separate properties on their farm. And Michaela estimates that she's on the road eight months of the year. So she. Practices what she preaches. Okay, so they live in separate homes. Oh my god! And she's on the road for eight months. And she's on the road for eight months, and that's the you secret don't to her be marriage. To Thank that you. Right. Thank you. That might not be the right person for you. Like, do you want a what woman is- who spends more than eight months away from her spouse to tell you how to have a relationship? Not really. No. Yeah. Does she know what she's talking about? Absolutely not. Oh how can I relate gosh. to that? Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> can't relate <laughs> this is just got me all also fired she up. doesn't want you to <sighs> use sex toys so huh. that, i love how you just throw that in at the end yeah i, I wanted to not forget <laughs> that because that was the other dumb thing where I, I was like you know like 
when people start to tell you you should or should not do something yeah. as a general rule, I tend to think like, okay, you're just a gimmicky person who's trying to like sell a book mm-hmm. because a real therapist, because I've met a few mm-hmm. um, and worked with a few, is not going to have like um, a silver bullet answer. Every no. couple is different. Yeah. It is. And that's what why you need to have your one-on-one private or couple sessions because there isn't a overarching answer for everyone. Right. And maybe there are some sentiments, but they're not, not specific enough to mean anything to any of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, Like if somebody tells you don't ever do this, well, okay. So that right. works until it doesn't. Well, that's so true. I've also realized too. I don't like living by myself. I don't either. I've lived. I lived one semester essentially without a roommate, yeah. and I was going out of my mind. Now, look. That said, I like. I love my alone time, right. and I'm sure you do too. Yes. But when you're in a relationship, it's usually because you want to be with somebody else, <laughs> right? Exactly. Right. I mean, you maybe you're in the same house. Can you imagine having a I don't even know how big her farm is, but you have separate little areas there. You're only home, what, four months out of the year. Yeah, no, and thank like, you. I'll meet you, oh you know, gosh. let's pick some produce or something, or like, <laughs> let's go. Let's milk a goat. Right, or, you know, meet you brush a peach tree. Bye. <laughs> like, again, that's peaches. called just like you're dating. If you, together. if you want human contact four months out of, you know, 12, go date. You're not in a relationship then. And, you know, far be it for me to tell somebody who's in a relationship or not. But it doesn't sound like you're actually that interested in forming a relationship with someone in the same space. You want to have your own life and Mm -hmm. occasionally involve someone else. And you guys have um, long term relationships. So you can both attest to this. You know, you're not just speaking from somebody who's. In a new relationship or something, you you know, you actually still like your spouse and want to be around them. Yeah, Yeah, in fact, and I found it's actually the opposite has happened where in the beginning, I loved our time apart way more than I do now. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think, is, again, a testament to. Oh, well, you know, I'm sure you feel the same way. What did you call the gas coupling again? What? The, the uh, my gas couple <laughs> love through the gas love through the gas that's gonna be the name of my relationship <laughs> advice book loving <laughs> through the gas oh my God, so many people would buy that just I because so like that. how do I you could probably write one Bradley how do I make it <laughs> here are my five easy steps um, four we'll letter words <laughs> uh, have Bring something soft to throw <laughs> <laughs> that won't leave a mark. Dozen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ooh, that's funny stuff. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to know more about Gwyneth Paltrow's sex therapist, I'm just sure don't. she has a lot more to say because yeah. that article was just wow. Yeah. A lot going on. And she looks the part. Like if you just pull up her website, you're like, okay. Yeah. I <laughs> you're gonna try to charge me a lot of money for yeah. this. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When we come back, it's a little Lex on the Prairie time. We're still in season one, episode 17, Doctor's Lady. Wait till you hear what happened <laughs> oh, in this episode. Anti-Lex, tell us about the olden days. Fire up the hearth. Pull up a rocking chair. This is Little Lex on the Prairie. Welcome back to Jason and Alexis in the Morning. I'm Bradley Trainer, And we have transported ourselves back to the year 1800 and something or other. <laughs> where Alexis Thompson has traveled through to the 80s, through the 1890s. The 80s through the 18... Yeah. She's a pioneer. Yeah. And she's been watching Little House on Walnut the Prairie. Grove, here we come. In Walnut Grove, Minnesota. And I'm excited to hear about today's episode. Yeah, I didn't get to watch it as a kid. So it's been remastered. It's on Prime if you want to watch it. Watch along. I'm in season one, episode 17. It's called Doctor's Lady. Ooh, Doctor's oh. Lady. Yeah, now we know Dr. Baker. He He's not only the doctor for humans, but he's also the veterinarian, too. Well, hey, <laughs> it's a twofer. So yeah. dude travels all over the place in his wagon. Just helping make sure he's every... sticking his hand up the right place. Oh, whoa. Good point. And we do see some of that because someone does go into labor. Oh. Helga does. And then he had a realization and then decided to make a very important life-changing uh decision he's uh, so, gay yes oh my oh yes so the olsons you know mr <laughs> mrs olson their niece is visiting from chicago she comes into town and she falls off the wagon because oh, no. the driver didn't put the 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 wagon in in park <laughs> to so, put a wagon in park yeah there's okay. a little thing you pull up so that the like wagon stays still break so she hurts her ankle and she hurts her wrist okay so she has to get guess who she has to go see Doc, Doc Baker. Baker. Dr. Hey. Baker. He's looking at her wrist and he's like, ooh, okay, yeah. They didn't tell me you must be the niece of the, uh, the Olsen. How old is she, She didn't tell way? me. She's young. She oh. looks like a really hot Mary Poppins. Okay. She's I got mean, a top hat legal? on. She is uh, closer to childhood for sure than oh, no. uh, Mr. Baker is. Or oh, Dr. No. Baker. Oh, So dude. she looks very, very this young. This is going very interesting direction. I would say she's... L- l- Probably early 20s, maybe. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying she was like 14. Oh, no, no. Not like a child. Not like that. No, okay. I mean, she definitely, you know, is is a woman. Okay. Um, But she she's still pretty young. I mean, compared to Dr. Baker. Who is what? Just give a ballpark. Like He's probably like 40, yeah. 45-ish maybe. Okay. But, you know, for them, that's kind of that difference, yeah. you know? And, um, you know, I don't know how much, how long they, what the lifespan was then, but. Well, it's pioneer days. Things happen and you got to get, you know, somebody to take care of your kids. If your wife gets cholera or something. Yeah, exactly. Just get a new one in there. Come on in. Exactly. Your turn. Let's go, lady. Butter to churn. Oh, boy. Oh, well, he's so he's fixing her wrist and then he's looking at her ankle and asks everyone to leave. And, mm-hmm. you know, he does he re, he her wrist is dislocated. So he like works it out and distracts her so that he gets that back in place. And she was like, mm-hmm. and they're looking at each other like, "Ooh, yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, so hey. So she hey, wants maybe a little love. sugar daddy. Oh, action. He is so old, Alexis. He's <laughs> he, old, right? He looks like he's in his 60s, like, frankly. Oh, hell. Right? He's really, that yes. hair is so dyed blonde. Please. <laughs> 
But that gotta, face says 65. Okay, so yeah, maybe he's even older than that. But he did talk about having children. I guess that still works well, at 65. Can, oh, for sure. For the guy, it does. That's yeah. true. But look up Kate. Look up the niece. See what you think. Oh, yeah, I see her. Oh, for the love she of She looks God. young, right? Yes. Like a really happy, cheery Mary Poppins. Ready to go. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they, they, you know, they're smitten with each other. And she's, she kind of hits on him and says, hey, you're going to ask me to go on a ride or drive. And uh, he says, yes. Yeah. So they go on a picnic the next day. And um, <laughs> they really are digging each other. And she comes home from that picnic. And Mrs. Olson asks, does he love you? Already after just two so they're not wasting any time. See, on the no, frontier, no, you didn't time. have time to... Yeah. Oh, they didn't even kiss before he proposed. So that he, happened. Wait, they didn't he even made kiss? A, he made a special ring, excuse me, out of a chain. And By the way, she looks like she's about 30, so uh, it doesn't seem as creepy okay, when well, you see her, right? She is... There's a considerable age difference, and yeah. they bring that up all the time. Mrs. Olson's like, wow, he kind of old. Um, <laughs> okay, good. Wow. Like, she needs to be he throwing old. any shade. Right. Look in the mirror, oh, Grandma. Uh-huh. And so uh, the doc, he plays cards with Mr. Olson. He, is the, he owns the hardware store in town, and he's super distracted. And even Mr. Hansen brings up, well, she's young and you're old, you know? And he's like, yeah, our children could be more like my grandchildren. Okay, mm-hmm. at least they're acknowledging it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they just bring that up, bring that up. But then they're like, forget it, I feel alive with you. And he proposes and they, they, they're they, they're in love, right? And they announce it to everybody. Oh, it's just the fantasy of creepy Every old, old man is like, yeah, I can still <laughs> get me some of that young prairie gross. baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go check out some anatomy. So, I would like to darn your socks. <laughs> your oh God! Shave your wood pieces. Or I don't know. I just, I just whittle, whittle, whittle some stuff. Whittle some stuff. <laughs> don't talk about his whittle wood. <laughs> so she, oh, no. she agrees to marry him. They're in the wagon, and he gets word that Helga is. Ready to have her baby. Who the hell is Helga? Yeah, by you the did way? say she Helga in, at the beginning, and I was. Is confused. she a cow or no? No, Helga is a woman. Okay, and she <laughs> she's having her second baby, and Oli, her husband, says, "Oh, you need to come right now." So they both race off in the wagon to go help Helga. Oh no! And Helga's having a really hard time oh, laboring. No, I feel like something bad is going to happen. Well, baby luckily was okay. And of course, you know, the dad waits outside. They come in. He finally comes Mm -hmm. in. The baby looks fresh and clean like he's rinsed her off. And, you know, of course. Um, So he helps deliver the baby. And as he's talking to Helga and Oli, he realizes not only has he delivered their baby, but he helped deliver Helga and Oli. <laughs> so he's like, I'm old. Yeah. So he's thinking, I'm super I old. Can't, mm-hmm. I can't do that to that young prairie lady. So, she needs a young man. So guess what, guys? What? He calls off the wedding. Oh, so sad. Does he say something like, I'm going to free you. I want you to go off and find some young man who well, can basically, make you happy. He says, she goes, I thought we'd be really good together. And she's really breathy with her. She talks, I thought we'd be really good together. Oh, God. And he goes, well, the marriage would be great for me, but not you. <laughs> great. Oh, well, that's very diplomatic of him. Right, he's a very giving man. Yeah, you clearly, know? he was not actually in love with her. He just wanted to get in her pants. Yeah. 
I'm sure. Her dress. Yeah. In her bustle. <laughs> what a tussle in the bustle. That's right. That's the next episode. Yeah. And then there's a voiceover from Laura who says, uh, Dr. Baker didn't come around for a month, but then he eventually came around again and was helping all of the oh. people and animals of Walmart. What? Grove. Like he needed to take some time to himself? <laughs> yeah. He was depressed. Okay. Oh. I think that's, you know, where she's going with that. All that's right. Sad. So anyway, that's how it ended. And I was like, Oh, what's the lesson here? I, I mean, I think the lesson is the average lifespan is probably about 45. So <laughs> he knew his days were numbered <laughs> and she needed to pop out about eight children before she, you know. Yeah, was he probably wouldn't be around for that and, yeah. you know, see the kids grow up. So, yeah. So that's Did he ever find how love? that goes. Do we know? Well, she's only on episode or season one. Yeah, You're still on season one. <gasps> I know. Wow. I was one a week. You know, yeah, we're just we're just done seventeen weeks of this, Bradley. Wow. Give her a break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure, Don. Well, you guys both watched, right? Did, does he eventually find love? Or I, I can't. Recall. I don't remember. You don't remember? Okay, I don't, I don't remember. Like, I have very few memories, specific memories, you know, um, yeah. of episodes. Sure. Usually, when people start describing them, like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why just, I'm glad you're doing it because then you know it kind of we're all able to sort of relive that experience. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and uh, you know, Doctor getting down tonight. Although he didn't, that was the other thing. I'm like, they're not even like running off. Like they're adults. Like they're not even like running off into the prairie or like go behind the church house or schoolhouse or nothing. There's none of that. Yeah, I feel like because it was really the 80s, good. the 80s, like you could like you couldn't get that you know special. Yeah, I guess not. So they had to like hint at a lot. Prairie stuff. Yeah. 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 So they just did little like little packs. Looking little at each kisses. other and you know From a distance. From a distance. <laughs> oh yes. Okay, so there you go. Little less on know, the prairie. If they did Little House on the Prairie today, yeah. there'd be a lot of nudity. Oh my gosh. Let's re the reboot of Little House. Okay. It's just one thing they haven't done. Yeah. They haven't done that. <laughs> Do a reboot of what really happened on the prairie. (laughs) We could have gay characters. Oh, my God. (gasps) Oh, because you know. Running around in a bonnet. That was happening. Skinny dipping. Drag race on the prairie. (gasps) Oh, Because you know, we've been there forever. So we were there. Exactly. You just need to find us. Ooh, okay. Well, we might have a little uh, something, something. Uh, Speaking of underwear, how often do you change your underwear? (laughs) Um, Excuse me? We'll ask that next. Welcome back to the Jason and Alexis show here on My Talk 1071. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Bradley Trainer. It's just after 7.30, about 7.36 this Monday, August 19th. On MyTalk1071.com, Alexis Thompson, Don McLean. I'm Bradley Trainer. in for Jason this morning. Thank you, Bradley. So, uh, Alexis. Yeah. Um, as we're getting off the prairie this morning. Yep. I change my bloomers every day. Okay, you were saying to me earlier that mm. not very many, or there are a lot of people who don't change their undies every day, and I I'm really confused. I'm shocked. And grossed out. By these numbers. So how often do you change your underwear, Bradley? Every day, sometimes more than once. Right. Don, you look disgusted. I'm horrified. I can't even. <laughs> like, literally? I people not wear underwear at all. Right. If they're, they're going to wear some old... That's ass nice. underwear <laughs> they wore yesterday. That's Literally nice. old ass. Oh, God. Okay. Like today, I will wear two pairs of undies because I will go to the gym yeah. and have undies on at the gym. And, and switcherooski. Switcherooski, and then I will be free balling for the rest of the evening. Oh, right. 
Nice. I mean, once I get home from the I gym. I mean, Jamie's at home, so. I'm just, I'm like, you know you get back from the gym. I ain't putting on another pair of undies. Oh, my goodness. Let hey. it all hang out. You do you. Yeah. I yeah. will wear three pair today. The ones I have okay. on, the one I wear at the gym, uh-huh. and then the ones that I put on after. Right, to go home. That's why I have about a thousand pair of underwear. Exactly. <laughs> so who are these so nasty ass people? Literally nasty oh, give asses. Give us those stats. Here are the stats. There's a new survey. Almost half of Americans say that they've worn the same pair of underwear for two days or longer. T- okay, Two days is bad enough, but longer? Okay. Oh, like, what are you... Uh, did you get shipwrecked? Where did are you? Did your teach you you need to change your underwear every day? Well, and just because you invert them doesn't mean it's okay. That is not. Like, seriously. Or flip them back to front or inside out. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could get four different combinations, but that they're still stinky. I mean, we're not talking about, like, how many TVs do you have in your house? We're talking about <laughs> underpants. <laughs> Like you can go buy like a ten pack for nine ninety nine. They don't got to be good underwear. No, they don't. They just got to be clean. Now here's the. Here's, we're gonna take this another step further here. Thirteen percent of the people surveyed they've worn the same pair of underwear for more than a week. Okay, those people should be arrested. <laughs> oh my god, that is a I mean, public health hazard. They're probably having hazard. no sexy time. Those people are just but a don't walking they want filth to bum. feel clean. Right, do it for yourself, right? Yeah, do it for your nice. Well, that's why, you know, to your point about just not wearing any underwear, like, why are you wearing underwear then? Like, what's the point of wearing under? So you, because, can we just be honest? Yeah. You smell. True. If you're wearing the same underwear for Some a people week. People are so unaware of how their stinkiness, you know? Oh, God, that's a whole separate topic. That's a whole other thing, but the, yeah. maybe that's the problem. Maybe there's some other things going on. I mean, this we're not talking about mental health issues here. We're talking no, this about is people total- who are just like choosing. Your numbers suggest that this is not like just a person who needs to have an intervention. This no. is a wide swath yes. of America. 50%. That is almost 50% of you stinky people <laughs> need to change your panties. <laughs> Don't make me do a panty check. Like, we're going to have to start instituting <laughs> panty checks. What are you going to look for? That's the worst job ever. <laughs> you, what are you going to be a sniffer? What do you do? No, ew. <laughs> like, how do you Get do that? Get panty sniffing dogs. Like. <laughs> he says you. He's the one that brought it up. Right. You're the one that true. said it. We're trying no, but- to feel the reality. <laughs> you hey, I didn't sniffing. say it was a good idea. Really? I'm just saying, like. <laughs> You're going to check to see if they have them on. No, I, we're yeah, going to get panty-sniffing dogs. There's going to be a checkpoint, and you're going to have to let the dog smell your crotch. <laughs> and if it smells for more than five seconds, because you know dogs love smelly things, yeah, if it's do. all getting up in there, then oh, God, I'm sorry. So we're going to have a clean pair for you waiting, oh, and boy. we'll just give it to you, and you can change at your leisure. <sighs> I mean, I don't know what else to do. That means literally as you look <laughs> like around... <laughs> to take care of this, I love how you said that. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Right today, like said, yeah. Bradley, it's your job to change yeah. this. Yeah, you well, gotta figure this if out. No one else is gonna <laughs> think this is a, oh, a health crisis. God. I will because I don't want to have to smell your oh. Grundies. Oh. <laughs> also, what about the ones who just wear them inside out? Come on. <laughs> I need you to turn around and look wherever you are right now. Whether you're at the workplace, whether oh you're gosh. on the freeway. Half of those half of those people stankers are wearing some Yesterday's stinky panties. panties. It's the ones that are going slow in the left lane. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> and aren't 
zipper merging yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> they need to start merging their zipper with some clean underwear. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, please change your underwear if you haven't today. <laughs> Just do that for yourself, your own self-esteem and self-worth. Uh, your no, worst really, new underwear. Is, I don't care about your self-worth. You can hate yourself all day long, <laughs> but I do not want to smell your stanky drawers. <laughs> it's worth it. You are worth it. Fresh underwear, you're worth it. And everyone else around you is worth yes. it, too. Yes. Ooh, stink, stink. Ooh. <laughs> all right. Well, let's take a break on that note. When we... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Come back. Let's talk about Jimmy Fallon after Sunday uh, football ratings. Also, we have some new Barbies to tell you about that's pop culture related. We're very excited about that. It's all next. We're getting close to 8 a.m. on Monday morning. Good morning. Welcome to Jason Alexis in the morning. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Alexis Thompson, Zwan McLean. And we are getting right to it. It is a gorgeous August Monday morning. I hope you are able to see outside. If you're not, it is abundant sunshine today, Bradley. Ute to the full. Full, yeah. Be you. Now, it's a beautiful Monday morning. Perhaps Sunday, you are watching some Jimmy Fallon. Well, if you're Jimmy Fallon, knowing that football will boost you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. What's going on, Don? Well, the numbers are down. Um, He's losing to, um, let's see, mostly, who is he losing to Colbert? Yeah, exactly. The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, he is definitely far behind. So what they're trying to do, they're going to have a Sunday night show. Five Sunday night games this season are happening with football. And so they're going to tack on a Jimmy Fallon to try to to try to tag on to that uh, audience. But there's here's my problem. Uh, That's kind of desperate because there's news of, yeah. in between. You have a news broadcast, a late night news broadcast in between, and then you're and thinking then. they're going to stay around for Jimmy Fallon, the football audience. It must really be in trouble. I don't know. Right. I, I, I don't um, that he's in trouble. I don't find shocking um, mm-hmm. in the, uh, just because I feel like I've you know, you, you could kind of see this train coming. Yeah, um, I think it's interesting, though, that he is in this day and age when you know, people are looking for places to just have fun and relax and not take life too seriously, because I don't know if you've looked at the world the rest of, you know, the 24 hours in a day. It can be a pretty dark and pretty depressing or at least, you know, loud place. Right. Um, I don't think people want that in their late night, though. I mean, that's why Stephen Colbert well, is doing such I, a great that's job. That's why I was going to say, I think that's the interesting thing is you have somebody like Stephen Colbert on the flip side who yep. is attracting a large audience. And he has a very specific opinion and talks about the big issues of the day in a way that you would think one would imagine not people don't always want to hear. Mm-hmm. So that that to me is that's that's an interesting dilemma for Jimmy Fallon. Now, do you think I he'd am, do OK during midday? Yes. That's like good. Ellen? Like Ellen. Yeah. Yes, that's such that's a way better place for him. I think people want their late night show hosts to be a little I want the, salty. I want to feel like they're salty and that they're educated and know what they're talking about. Mm. And Fallon just doesn't go there no. really at all. We don't really trust that he is smart. 
Well, no, I, well, and I decidedly, don't say, his interview is dumb. It's just uh, exceptionally yeah. well versed in what's going well, on. Well, and intentionally I so. No, I think true. I think Jimmy Fallon probably like, intentionally yeah. doesn't want to go there because he thought the world doesn't want to go on that trip together. But to your point, Don, I think at like. The world is a big place, and there are lots of different places to be. Maybe he's just in the wrong place. Yeah. And to add another broadcast, what does that mean for his schedule, too? Are the, is, is, will it all be live? Are, are um, they going to take a day off during the week? Or I'm not sure. It's only five weeks. I oh, just okay. Think, so yeah, five it's shows. It's only five Sunday night games this season. Okay. So they're, they're adding it on, saying because the ratings are not great. So they're wanting to, in those five weeks, make up some time. Okay, and will he have football stars on? I mean, what? I guess it will just be... Will it be, be a football-type broadcast? I don't know. They're yeah. trying to just capture that audience and expect them to stick around. I think that's not realistic. Yeah, yeah that's not, not a long. News. That's not going to be a mm. long-term strategy by any stretch of the yeah. imagination. Yeah, oh, <clears throat> And also, maybe we're just a little bored. I, I know I am. The other thing is, with his interviews, I watched Bohemian Rhapsody finally, because mm-hmm. it's free streaming. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I thought it was really good, but yeah. definitely I can see some of the criticism of not really going deep into some of the sure. realities of you know Freddie Mer- Mercury's life. But I, I so of course I started deep diving into on YouTube, just looking up different things. And yeah. Rami Malek, who plays Freddie Mercury, was on with Jimmy Fallon, mm-hmm. and it he just was gushing, goo goo gagaing all over him. Which you know, yes, you can be a big fan of someone's work, but I mean they barely got to any questions, oh. and it just felt what a wasted interview yeah and i feel that way with all of his interviews yeah, it's just like just, i don't need to see that i think you do and and to an earlier point stephen colbert is a very good interviewer he is he really does have thoughtful questions again you know he his show does tend to view or veer into a political territory in a way that you know um jimmy fallon doesn't certainly but in addition i think the quality of his interviews is totally different there's a an, an intellectual or just a, when a curiosity approach yes. to his interviews in a way that gets at something real about the person in a way that Jimmy Fallon is just sort of like doing games all over the place. Right. right. And they're just chummy friends and we're sort of sitting back and not a part of the yeah. cool crowd. Right. That's the way yeah. it makes me feel. That's true. It feels very insider. Yeah. It's yeah. just so oh, I'm just going to gush all over you. But mm-hmm. yeah, if you're Colbert, Conan, uh, they'd really do ask the questions that you feel like, okay, well, I'm actually learning something here. Uh-huh. This is cool. Right. Um, speaking of stuff that we're learning, you are playing kickball. Oh, gosh. And you have a lesson from your kickball? Oh, I do. I'm so, thank you. So, yeah, yeah this weekend was the second set of games. Don, do you know this, that I'm doing no. kickball this season? Oh, my gosh. There are a couple seasons. I know, sports ball is not my forte. say. <laughs> but 2019 <laughs> is all about new experiences. Uh-huh. Actually, it's not. I just made that up. But sounds good <laughs> for the radio. No, but um, I have friends that are playing um, in the Stonewall League for kickball, which is a, a relatively newish league in the Twin Cities. Lots of LGBTQ players. Um, everyone is welcome, but it, um, it really does provide just a unique social opportunity for people in the LGBTQ community. Yes. And you don't have to be that sports ball-y. So I joined, um, the second <laughs> season, I guess you would call it, cause I've already had one. Okay. Um, I've never played before. Not even in grade school? I mean, okay. I played in grade school, okay. but like, let's not hold that against me. <laughs> And um, we had our first set of games. You play two every Sunday. We had our first set of games last Sunday. And we won both games. Oh, oh my gosh. So literally. Oh, so you guys are good. So we were 0 for 2 or 2 for 0 or 2 for 2 or however you say that. Yeah. We won both games. Yes. So then Sunday, yesterday, 
I came back from our cabin weekend and we played two more games. Ooh, and did you win those? And guess what? You're four for all. We lost those two games. Oh, Nike. Like, not in a small way. In fact, the first game, you guys... They literally, our coach, or our coach, our head, uh, the the guy that I listen to when he tells us stuff, <laughs> yeah, team captain, he came out and he's like, okay, so we're calling the game. <laughs> we're not keeping score anymore. <laughs> um, because the opposing team has 10 points ahead of us. Oh, wow. And at that point, you just call the game, but we're going to still play through so that we can practice. Because it's fun. Because <laughs> it's fun. Is there a lot of drinking involved with this kickball? Mm, or I on don't the think you're I know allowed you don't partake, to, but... Yeah, I don't drink, and uh, technically, because it's on park property, you're not supposed to. Oh, I wouldn't okay. be surprised if maybe somebody somewhere was drinking a hard cider or oh. a hard sparkling, whatever. I sometimes feel like these leagues are an excuse just to get together and drink. I will say, I've never, uh, like, I don't... I've never seen people drinking during the game, but I do know that they do a lot of partying after. Afterward, yeah. right. Are there any romances on your team yet? Romances? Oh I don't know. Kickball romances. Yeah. There might be some kickball hookups. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, you do take a lot of balls to the face. I will say that. <laughs> some of them intentional. If you're not but ready, the, your reflexes. But the thing that I learned, this was... this. Yeah, what's your lesson there, huh? The, the, my lesson for yesterday was with I'm all, scared. you know, basically just just because you think you're doing well doesn't mean you're going to always do well because, like I said, we lost our next two games, but we still had fun. Yes. So the lesson was we can lose like, you know, nobody's business and still have a lot of fun. There was a lot of mm-hmm. laughing. Our team was definitely the loudest on the field. Definitely the uh, the most dance prone. Ooh, oh, we, you're the most fun oh, team. Yeah, and, we want to be on your team. And um, we also had the most people. So you don't you know, you need a certain number of people to show up to play the game. Yeah. But we have so many more people than we need. So it was really fun because we didn't, you didn't have to be in the outfield every time. Oh, you don't kick every inning then. You don't get to kick every inning. So it was just, it was a fun social gathering. Stonewall Kickball League. Come see us. We play every Sunday. Oh, so we can come and watch you guys. It's in, oh yeah, you can absolutely. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Watch your Bradley kick some balls. Balls to the face, kids. (laughs) Do it. Wow. Whoa, we have some special guests to to introduce when we come back. There's a new show, and uh, they're on it, and it's on tonight, and we're so very excited. We'll talk to them next.